First Lady is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as the woman who's thought to be the best in a particular profession or area. In this case, it's music, and Hortense Ellis is Jamaica's First Lady of Song. The fact that she was given the title First Woman of Song means that she contributed a lot to the industry in her time. Crystal Anderson Reed, daughter of Hortense Ellis. Born in Trenchtown on April 18, 1941, Hortense Mahalia Ellis bloomed into a highly regarded vocalist in a male-saturated industry. By the late 1950s, it was time for this star's voice to be heard on the big stage. Her brother and Jamaican musical icon Alton Ellis had become a popular singer. He was in the perfect position to usher his younger sister down the path to fame. By 1958, 17-year-old Ellis was making appearances on the popular Bim and Bam Variety half-hour presentation on radio. The path to fame revealed itself shortly after, and the soon-to-be star lit up the Vare John's Opportunity Hour talent show. John's had begun staging this highly successful series at theatres across the island back in 1939, and it was indeed the golden opportunity for artists like young John Holt, Owen Gray, Laurel Aiken, and Derek Morgan. Hortense's vocal prowess made her an instant favourite with audiences, and she consistently made appearances in the semi-finals and finals. Hortense Ellis's exploits were being watched by notable players in the entertainment industry, and they started calling. It wasn't long before the production heavyweight Clement Cox and Dodd recruited Hortense for a few recordings. It was 1961, and her first three songs for Dodd were Eddie My Love, Loving Girl, and All By Ourselves, paired with Dodd's star singer Lascelles Perkins. Softly was released by Hortense and Coxon shortly after and was later flipped to feature a duet with her brother Alton in the single I'm in Love, written by the multi-talented Hortense herself. Following the path taken by many successful artists who started with Dodd's Studio One label, Hortense went on to Duke Reed's Treasure Eye label. There she recorded a fine cover of Margie Day's melancholy ballad, Midnight, and Don't Gamble With Love, a duet with Alton Ellis. Don't gamble with love. By the early 60s, popular band leader Byron Lee, who was looking for a female vocalist, lost no time signing Hortense for a number of shows, and as they toured extensively, the title, First Lady of Song, was born. 
She was now famous for her high notes that left every audience standing. What stood out for me was how she made singing look effortless. Her singing voice was her actual speaking voice. And she would hit those high notes without the, the, the facial contortion that some people do in them, them singing high notes. She, just, she made singing that look easy, absolutely easy. Owen Blacker Ellis, actor, writer, teacher, and nephew of late musical icon Hortense Ellis. While with Lee, Ellis had the opportunity to rub shoulders with famous international stars through Lee Enterprises, the outfit that brought popular American artists to Jamaica. On one of Byron Lee's shows, Hitsville 66, Hortense joined a stellar lineup led by Dionne Warwick and Solomon Burke. Then she went on to Smashville 66 with internationally acclaimed Chuck Jackson and one of her main influences, Patti LaBelle and the Bluebells. Things just seemed to get better and better for Hortense. She was encouraged by singer and preacher Solomon Burke to go to the United States to try her hand at making it big there. She performed with the Mercuries, Trenton Spence, Sonny Bradshaw, the Vagabonds, Tommy McCook and the Scatolites. The star was loving her career, the fans and the accolades, but she was dissatisfied with how unfairly women were treated in the industry. She had a hard time getting paid. Hortense was navigating all the genres, R&B, ska and now Rocksteady. Rocksteady emerged in 1967 and Ellis got a few sides charting Why Birds Fly, an adaptation of Brother Alton's hit Wise Birds Follow Spring. Then it was Groovy Kinda Love, Breaking Up and Easy Squeeze with Alton. By the 1970s, reggae was now all the rage and once again Hortense pivoted effortlessly. She remained busy in the studio in the 1970s and recorded reggae sides for the iconic Lee Scratch Perry, now using her middle and married name, Mahalia Saunders. For Perry, Hortense, as Mahalia Saunders, recorded Suspicious Minds, Peace of My Heart and Right on the Tip of My Tongue. And so it went on as the years went by. Hortense recorded for more producers in the 1970s and 80s, including Winston Riley, Leslie Kong, Bunny Lee, the Hooking Brothers of Channel One, and Gussie Clark. Hortense continued to perform on vintage shows like Heineken Star Time and Nostalgia by the Sea in the late 1990s. At one staging of Heineken Star Time at the Countryside Club in 1999, Ellis delivered a confident rendition of Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive. It was a profound and fitting testimony to who the late Hortense Mahalia Ellis Saunders was throughout her 50 years of music. She survived. She survived in an often unkind male-dominated industry. She survived constantly being in the shadow of a successful sibling, the great Alton Ellis. Hortense overcame these to carve out her own permanent space in Jamaica's rich musical history. She was truly Jamaica's first lady of song. Hortense Ellis died in October 2000 and was acknowledged by the Jamaica Federation of Musicians at their yearly awards for her contribution to Jamaican music. She has not yet received a national award from the government of Jamaica, 
and we look forward to that. We salute you, Hortense Ellis, for your amazing contribution to Jamaican music. This feature was researched by Roberta Moore, written by Abigail Wilson, and produced by Norman Marsh.